When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's up, Bears fans? The schedule is here. We are going to break it down. Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Greg Braggs Jr. What's going on, guys? Braggs, go ahead. This is your day. <laughs> I am. I am like a ball of fire right now. Honestly, I feel like. I, I, I don't I, this sounds ridiculous, but I feel like the CHL Blackhawks guys awaiting the word on when this bye week is because I love the way the schedule has laid out so far. I love week one. We're going to get into all the different matchups and I can't wait to talk about it all. But the bye week now is so key to me. It cannot be early in the season. That will be a disappointment. I'm, I've got my eyes set on week 13. I think that's like a perfect spot uh, when you consider the two Thursday night games that we reportedly have in weeks five and weeks 10. Then you have the bye week 13. So I have so many thoughts. I'm so excited. The week one matchup could not be any better. Bears, Packers at Soldier Field, three o'clock game. To me, the entire thing is perfect. The Bears absolutely have to dominate that game. And I know it's like, well, of course they are. But you know what? Don't take it for granted. The last time the Bears and Packers played week one at Soldier Field, there was all this hype around the Bears and they blew it. This team cannot blow it. There is no more Hall of Fame quarterback over there. You have to step on this team's throat and let that fan base up in Wisconsin know who the new king in town is in the NFC North. I've given you a look because coming off of the 12-4 and going to the playoff season, that's the last time the Packers were here on opening day and there was so much hype. The Bears, correct me if I'm wrong, we did finish 3-14, and right? I mean, I get that Aaron's not there, but it, uh, it's it's going to be a different vibe, man. Uh, and 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 it's going to be an amazing vibe. And I have not talked to upper management, but I'm assuming they're planning the greatest tailgate in the history of man for opening week. Bears, Packers, CHGO, Bears, year two. This is what's happening. This, exactly. That, that I mean, for, for us, yeah, you get a tailgate. It's not going to start at 9 a.m. It's going to start later in the day. You get that first slate of games, 3 o'clock game. The whole day, I just cannot wait. Let the countdown begin. All right. Well, that is a great way to start this show. The schedule is out. We have the full thing for you, but there is something significant about it starting with the Packers and without Aaron Rodgers in week one. To Greg's Greg's point, I, you know, I think it's a big game. 
This is this is Aaron Rodgers is gone. The owner of the Bears is now the quarterback of the New York Jets. You gotta win. You gotta you gotta set the statement that that era is over and you are taking over. There's no more Aaron Rodgers. The Bear. There's an extra emphasis on the Bears winning that game. And I want to give the NFL schedule makers some credit here. Great way to start. Couple reasons, right? So we don't know how good either of these teams are really going to be. I think it's a great decision to start them off. It's the at late afternoon window on Fox. So it's not necessarily a primetime game, but it is an exclusive national window. Mm-hmm. And both teams are zero and zero. I got news for you. Jordan Love might suck. And we might find that out in week one. We might know that for sure by week three, but we don't know that in week one right? going into it. So if you're the schedule makers trying to get like a big bears Packers game out of it, that's a good route to go week one right away. Late afternoon window on Fox bears Packers. What a great way to start. And they, they finally did right by us because every year it seems like we start out primetime at Lambeau. I mean, Brendan Segrew has laid it out every year how it's like 17 of the last 21 primetime games against the Packers have been at Lambeau. And they're always seem to be at the beginning of the year. So they give us week one at Soldier Field because to me, I would have felt good about it if they said we're going to Lambeau week one. But I feel even better about it at Soldier Field. The fans are going to be going crazy. And I, I just want this. And the other thing is to keep this team on their toes. Like, I want them to look at this like, we, I, you know, obviously it's like it's a must win. But in my mind, the first thing that they cannot lose this game. I don't want to say it in a negative way. So it's like I want them to dominate it. But the other aspect, like you said, Adam, they cannot lose this game. You have to step on their throats and let them know that the days of Hall of Fame quarterbacks are over in my lifetime. They have had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers run out that tunnel for the first time in basically my entire Bears fandom. I can make the argument we have the better quarterback and the better offense for at least one game. And the Bears got to show that they're ready to take that step and be the new team here in the North. I mean, it is a big game. It's, it, I'm not trying to say it's not a big game. It's the opener. It's the Packers. It's the new season. It's Justin Fields year three. It's an enormous game. Uh, and I love that they're opening up with Green Bay. I, the, the schedule, you know, it's uh, do we, well, I'm not sure if we have it ready to, to, uh, to put, put no, out. No, we don't there. have it ready. Carm. I'm doing like <laughs> 18 fucking layers right now. So no, I don't have well, it ready. Well, look, you look. Told right before the show started that I was going to have it ready and I would put a note in the chat. <laughs> no, it's not ready. Settle down, Loft. Settle down. Law dog. In the meantime, in the meantime, Law, I just put a tweet in there. Um, if we can pop that up anytime in the near future, I, w- I would like to show it because I actually want to give the Bears social media team some credit here. Um, the, the What's interesting about the schedule coming out in the last like five years is become this huge social media event for NFL teams. The Bears, I'm just going to be honest, have not even come close to winning this in past years. This is fucking awesome. The, the, if you have not watched the bear, this TV show, you need to, it is so hardcore Chicago and it's a great show. And they went and they made, they took the bear theme. Yes. Chef. And there's hot off the grill, the schedule, uh, with, I mean, Charles Tillman apparently is the, uh, is the chef. Um, and then you got obviously, 
uh, our guy Seth Rollins, who joins, who uh, joined us at the Super Bowls in there. You got Justin Fields, got a bunch of players. And uh, if you scroll down, you can actually see the actual schedule here, which is, uh, which is now officially out. And, um, and we'll continue to, to kind of break it down week by week, but obviously it, it, it does start with the Packers and then back to back road games, guys, Braggs, curious, your thoughts right here, going on the road to Tampa to get the Packers. No more Rogers, the bucks, no more Brady. Not bad. No, not plus, bad at plus, all. Plus, I mean, <laughs> anybody who's been to a Bears Bucks game down in Tampa knows it's basically a home game for the Bears. Yeah, it sets up nicely. It sets up real nice. I mean, I, you know the stat. I mean, they used to bring up when it was a 16 game season, teams that can start 2 and 0. So, I mean, this is where you start to get ahead of yourself as a Bears fan. You start counting the wins like Karn was doing the other day, looking at the schedule. Now we see the way it lays out and can kind of consider the momentum swings, you know, and trying to be realistic with it. You know, they lose this one, win that one. And yeah, you can start talking yourself into wins. And I'm sure I will, as we get through this show. Why don't you just go nuts about the week 13 buy that you wanted? Cause there it is for you. Week 13 buy. We come on, go nuts. This you, I, you want I it am, and you got I, it. That is the best case scenario. I know last year we had the week 13 by week, I believe, but we didn't have two Thursday night games this year for whatever reason we do. So you've got two mini bye weeks, week five and week 10. And I like the matchup with both of the Thursday night games because to play the Thursday night, it's a little quick turnaround. So that's not great, but the teams we're playing, I think are certainly beatable. Then you get an extended layoff for the teams, the upcoming week. Now you've got a bye week. Imagine if the bears are still in that graphic when they put the playoff picture up come week 13 in the hunt. That's what my goal is for this team. When they get to that point, be in the hunt. And then you've got the rest of your schedule laid out. Lions, Browns, Cardinals, Falcons, Packers. You're telling me they can't win any, if not all of those games. Cause I'm telling you they can. Well, that if they are in a playoff position at the point and obviously a million different things can happen, but as we sit here right now, that's what we will be saying. All winnable games. That's, that's the one thing about the schedule that, you know, I, I would have preferred the chiefs later in the year. Got to see him early. And look, it's challenging, man. You come, you play the Broncos, then you're at Thursday night football on the road against Washington. It's just, it's not, that's not easy. You're playing at New Orleans in week nine, then you're coming up again Thursday night football. That, that is going to be a lot on a, on a young Bears team uh, with two, two short rest weeks. And you'll be, they'll be starving to get to that by when it comes. But to your point, if they're in the mix at that point, uh, you'll look at that schedule They hey, why can't we get there? We absolutely can. Yeah, they got to get there first, but it's a, it's it's an easy schedule already. I mean, last year we technically had one of the easier strength of schedules, and then by the end of the year, when you go back and look at the actual win-loss of the season, it wasn't that case. So we all know that this time of year you can get tricked, and teams can be completely different to our perception now to what they are actually are during the year. So, like, when I look at the Cardinals at home, I don't have much respect for the Cardinals for whatever reason – that team is falling apart. Kyler Murray doesn't look like his earlier self coming to Chicago Christmas Eve. I mean, that's not an easy thing for, you know, a West coast team, you know, so I, to me it sets up, but Hey, by then maybe the Cardinals have, have come back. So I understand I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting excited, but this is what we do 
every year, at least from, from my standpoint as a fan of, of getting overhyped about different. I mean, hell last year they were, I was trying to keep myself calm last year, understanding we were in a rebuild this year. It's going to be a lot harder for me to pick these games. Cause I do truly feel like, you know, this team can t- surprise in a lot of ways. Yeah, look, here's here's a couple quick takeaways that I have on on the schedule here. I mean, one is uh, we talked about we set three and a half. um, And I I sort of feel like that was the perfect number because obviously it came out to be four, but two of them are Thursday night, which sort of don't seem as significant, right? So it's like it kind of really is three and a half. Um, So two Thursday night games at Washington in week five at home against the Panthers in week 10. Um, I do. I did get a kick out of when that one linked the uh, Washington bears game in week five, because uh, the NFL, we're going to give Amazon prime better Thursday night games. Also the NFL. Here's one of the worst Thursday night games. You get it again. I mean, I mean <laughs> th- thank you. Do we really need to run back commanders bears? I mean, Do I hope not- it's better. I mean, that was pre bears offense taking off pre Justin Fields taking off. I don't necessarily know that, you know, the commanders quarterback situation is going to be any better than it was when Carson Wentz came to Chicago last year. But yeah, at least Bryce young coming in in week 10 in the Panthers is a little bit more interesting, but they're not going to be a great team. Chargers on Sunday night football, that one, uh, on the road, on the road, that one, that one kind of, I mean, the chargers are weird because yes, it's LA market, Chicago market, but the chargers, do they even really count as an LA market? I mean, I mean, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but the reality is like their, their, their fan base is no, and I guarantee it's, it's not like, it's not like when a, the Rams are hosting against the Bears. No. And no, but, like last night when we were talking about like most desirable destinations to go as for fans, you know, uh, uh, for these road games, that's going to be a pack. There's going to be a ton of bears fans at that. Oh game. my God. That's going to be. Yeah. So, you know, but I, I'm not one of these people that doesn't believe in Justin Herbert. I know there's, there's some people out there think he's a stat packer or whatever. I, I think he's, you know, a rising star in this league. So I don't look at that game. Like, ah, we got that one. That's going to be a tough one. You know, I, it, it, I, I love that the Panthers are later in the season. I was worried. I heard like people saying, Oh, maybe it'll be week one. I want, you know, I understand they have Andy Dalton. It'd be funny if it was Andy Dalton versus Justin Fields. I don't want funny. I want good matchups. I want Bryce young versus Justin Fields. I feel good about the matchup either way for the Bears. Let, let me just interrupt you for a second. If the Panthers are dumb enough to play Andy Dalton in week one, like the bears did a couple of years ago, instead of Justin Fields, instead of Bryce young this time, that would be, I mean, I'm sorry. That would just be completely hilarious. I agree. I agree. And right now that's, that's the way they're, I mean, you know, they're playing it, you know, who knows how they'll actually play when they get to camp, but certainly a chance. And then of course, Either way, it, you know, beating that team is vital for our personal draft stock, obviously. Dang. So, that, you know, that's a big one. That, that's how I look at I mean, that's the best part about the Panther game. Let's win that game. Let's let's get us, ourselves a better draft pick by beating the team. And maybe we can just, you know, I don't know, get to the quarterback a lot that day. 
that's the scary thing. Rewinding back to the Chargers too. Sunday night. Hope that Bears defense is coming together by what is that week one, two, three, six, week eight? Let's go because that that it, <laughs> you're gonna have they're gonna be a big spotlight on that D that night, and the whole world will be watching on Sunday night football. So, so the other aspect too that I just you know the book end of this Packers last week of the season at Green Bay. I like that too because. I mean, to me, there the chances of Green Bay still being in the hunt at that point. I don't, I don't personally see it. They, they still, Jordan Love has a lot to prove. I know the Bears do too, and I'm gassing it up here. This is a Bears show, so that's what I'm gonna do. And I am looking at this and saying the Packers are gonna be doing what the Bears are doing the last week of the season and trying to lose for draft stock. So I find that really interesting that they they push it all the way and they put to be determined. That'll be a noon game. Uh, yeah, probably let's be honest. Unless, I mean, the, the only, unless the bears are playing for something. Well, unless they're playing because the NFC North sucks so much that they're playing to get into the playoffs. Remember that was the, wasn't that the primetime game last year? Lions right. and Packers. Lions, Packers. So, I mean, it is, it is, uh, I guess theoretically, possible but uh most likely not and it's been a long long time since the bears and packers played a season without a primetime game well and it would be ironic because last year you know it was the lions playing the role of keeping the packers out of the playoffs so it would be funny if the roles were reversed week 17 and it's a primetime game and it's the Packers. the only thing the packers are playing for is to keep the bears out of the playoffs which would then shift the pressure heavily obviously towards Justin Fields. Those aren't, and then you're on the road too. So that's getting way ahead of, but I'm, I'm happy to get ahead of ourselves while we do this show. It's exciting. So, you know, uh, then the other aspect of this that I wanted to look at was, you know, how many primetime games they have, like you mentioned. I mean, if the Packers one isn't one, what are we up to three or four? We got four in here, four, two Thursday night games, one Sunday night game and one Monday night game. And uh, there it is all for you on your screen with the uh, orange games designating the home games and uh, the blue games on your screen representing the road games. What, what another one of Lawrence. 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 Great job. And I, I feel bad for him because, you know, not everything was leaked. Some of these other team schedules were leaked. So he had to scramble here to put this together while we were doing this show right yeah, now. Yeah, sorry. But I, uh, but very I kinda... annoying. But shout out to um, our designer in Denver and then also Joey here who kind of tweaked it for Bears. So I just there had to go. fill out all the stupid logos and everything. Team effort here at All City and CHO. And for me personally, I like that there wasn't everything revealed. And shout out to Kevin Warren. He's running a tight shit this year. Uh, you know, Carm's boy, Danny Parkins normally releases and, and leaks the entire <laughs> schedule every year. And this year we didn't hear a peep from anybody, you know, in, in traditional bears media that had any kind of leak. So I liked some of the surprises here that we got, uh, you know, as we started this show. Yeah. So, and by the way, as Parco had a meltdown on the air today about how he wasn't getting the schedule leak. Um, and he went on a rant about how no one gave him credit last year. And then he threw in that four letter word hog. <laughs> yeah, Somebody I, didn't watch the CHGO schedule release show last year because we gave you a lot of credit, buddy. So oh, don't, okay. don't throw my name in there with all the other names that you put in there, only giving Colleen Kane credit for 
crediting the Parco. You, you know, I'm, I'm very glad that we both heard that exact segment because I heard him throw you in there at the end. And I'm like, don't, 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 don't go at my guy, Hogue. This is no, this is a, this show a, right here gave you a lot of credit last year, Parkins. Yeah, this is a first class yeah. operation here. We don't we don't play that. We don't that, play that, Parko. But we don't, hey, we don't clip you know, Carm out of out of it, photographs when I'm at events and act like I wasn't there and <laughs> talk about going to games where uh, with your buddies from college. I don't even get a mention. We don't yeah. do that on this show. We do that. On, <laughs> no. That's what you do on that show. And, and like I said, I like you know every, you know hey it's cool when you get the, the you know get ahead of everybody else and have something you know and break some news that's cool but i i like the idea like just looking at him like dang kevin and then they even put a video on bears you know bears social media earlier of kevin warren receiving the email of the schedule they put it on like a video and and made a whole social media uh thing of a uh, thing of it and it was funny somebody made the comment like we never saw a video, a uh, schedule hype video of Ted Phillips receiving an email. Like Kevin Warren is like this new vibe. And I like that he's running such a tight ship that nobody even got one game, let alone the whole schedule. I think that just speaks to even more. I know it's a silly little thing, but it does kind of speak to this new culture of how Kevin Warren's running things. That's a lot. That's a lot of credit for the new president. It's true. I mean, every year. I mean, and you saw how many other teams were releasing this. You know, having leaks. uh, I'm not dismissing your take, Rags, and I don't know who Parkins' source is or Harry Tidewitz' source before that, but I I sincerely doubt they were ever from the Bears. Okay, probably coming. I wouldn't know. They ain't gonna tell me. I got the biggest mouth in Chicago. Yeah, I think they should leak it to Braggs every year. (laughs) That that would be the greatest thing that you could, you could contribute the low-hanging fruit that you just left out there is and i should say this but i just will anyway <laughs> set it up on the tee for you come on well i don't know I, I i don't think this is one what i picked up was i mean did ted phillips even know that the schedule was released on this day back i i i, I would <laughs> I, i'm not even sure if he did uh which is totally fine by the way just get the business situation going over there ted but yes, All right. Kevin, new level Here- Kevin. here's one of my other takeaways i wanted to get to here early when it comes to these road games especially early on very favorable to the bears in the sense of them here, here. Okay. Let me, let me, I just stop myself for a second because what a year to have a, uh, a, a crappy year last year. Let's put it that way because the road schedule last year sucked. So if you're a fan that wants to travel, you got all kinds of options this year. So let's go right to week two, Tampa. Oh. Anyone who's been to games down there in Tampa when the Bears play the Bucks, and they've been playing them for a long time, especially because they used to be in the same division a long time ago. Um, those are Bears home games. At least, at minimum, it's 60-40 Bears fans. Maybe in a down year, it's 55-45, but they're, they're going to take over that stadium. All right, now Arrowhead's going to be a little bit harder to take over in week three, but that's still a great destination. I would highly recommend you only get to go there every eight years. I would recommend going to Arrowhead. I'm sure plenty of Bears fans will make that trip. Washington in week five, their fans don't even show up anymore. Okay, maybe the with the ownership change, there'll be a little bit of a reinvigoration, but that is a town full of transplants and there's plenty of Chicago bears fans in that area that will invade that stadium in week five, week eight. We already had in a comment. I saw a super chat earlier from someone from Vernon Hills, shout out Vernon Hills, uh, who now lives in LA that chargers game. 
at SoFi. I mean, we've already seen Bears fans take over SoFi when they were playing the Rams or at the Coliseum a few years ago before they they went into SoFi. Uh, that place was packed with Bears fans against the Chargers. They're 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 not even getting like home crowds against other teams, let alone teams like the Bears that are going to travel. So that's another one. New Orleans. Bears fans love invading New Orleans, and it's been a few years since they've been down there, not including that fake playoff game that didn't really count. Uh, the last time down there in a regular season game, which I believe was the Zach Miller game, unfortunately, when he had that awful injury, mm-hmm. Bears fans took over. So we're all the way in the week 11 before they go to Detroit, where all those games pretty much are great destinations earlier in the calendar year, too. So the weather should be great. I mean, if you're a traveling Bears fan, this is a great schedule. Yep, uh, and I heard that there's a large Bears Nation fan group that's already booked, like, the New Orleans trip. So I know, believe it. Yeah, of course. And even if you did it, there'd be a ton of Bears fans there. So let I just completely... say, Let me just say this, and this has been talked about before, but I've never seen a press box hung over the way I saw the press box in uh, <laughs> New Orleans uh, in whatever year that was, 2016, 2017, the Zach Miller game? Somewhere around there. You, hey, look. Uh, hey, if the 85 Bears can be hung over and win a Super Bowl, no. you know, the media can. It had to be 17 because didn't Trubisky start that game? That sounds Thank right. You. I that think sounds so. right. I, as you're, as we're going through it on the road, I, I pulled up the game time ticket app, game time tickets. We love you. A uh, little free shout out for you uh, on the show to go to, go to a chargers game to get in right now with fees, 113 bucks. I mean, that is, and it get, hopefully we'll get a lot cheaper. Yeah. It might come down. It might come down even more, but, uh, but 113 to go to that stadium for an NFL game. And maybe maybe it gets sliced all. If that's where it's starting right now, maybe by game time it'll actually be fifty bucks. If you want to play it that way, you know I don't know. It's probably not going to boot go super high. That's um, the Chiefs game is going to be expensive, I would think. Although Kansas City, their tickets can be cheap. I'll, I'll check that one out too. But anyway, go on the road. Yeah, to- I would say just as far as ticket advice, anybody watching the show. I, I, for me, as somebody that's always kind of planned out how I buy my tickets to games, I've always found the longer you wait, a lot of fans, their first inclination is to buy the ticket today. So you know where you're sitting, you know what you're doing. And to me, especially in football, you the earlier you spend, the, the better chance, unless you're going to week one, you know, where everything's kind of set in stone, you know what's going to happen. I mean, and even week, uh, you know, the first home game for the Bears last year was a monsoon. So if you had bought those tickets today, last year, the day of the game, they were, people were giving them away, literally. And that's kind of the game with football. And if you're coming to Chicago at the end of the year, I implore you to wait as long as you possibly can. In fact, wait all the way till the day of the game, because you just don't know, A, how the matchups, injuries, the win-loss, pers- everything. And then, of course, the weather plays a huge factor in ticket prices and i think fans way overspend early in the season Braggs, i'm the ticket broker on the show you are you're good with it too thank you very much the chief ticket to my point is 258 dollars without fees to get in the the charger ticket right now actually seems like a halfway okay value maybe i'll go down a ton but it's the kansas city games you definitely want to wait um, but hit me up on Twitter at the Carmen, by the way, if we do travel, I will take on anybody who wants to play me in tennis in any city we go to, um, my let's go. What does that have to do with anything? 
It was just on the screen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My guy, Salary Man, out in L.A. wants me to, if we go out to California, uh, Salary Man, for those on the audio side, I'm in L.A. waiting to see you guys here and happy to challenge Carm to a tennis game. I see. Okay. I'm ready like for it. it. Let's right. go. All right. Fair enough. All right. I got another. Uh, there's some preseason news you got to know about, too, believe it or not. Awesome. Um, uh, which has been uh, – speculated wondered pretty much knew where it would probably be and now we got an answer officially but first make sure you're getting fitted out in the best sports gear around that's where foco comes in because they, they have hoodies shoes signs bobbleheads and everything in between for you at foco it's spring it's baseball season they have aloha shirts straw hats polos bags everything you might need for a game is right there for you at foco uh, we're not in our studio today but you see it most days that our set decorations there we have on hand. A lot of them are. Yeah, from, where are you guys at? I'm here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm at home. Yeah. Make, you know, cramming dinner in right before the show. Cram. Cramming, cramming with cram. Speaking of cram, there's some golf that will be discussed by the end of the show. Carmel has got, Carmel has got his kicked off a golf course today. That's all I'm going to say. Well, it's not, something not- of Bragg's. Save the day. That is a tease. All that's, that's true. I mean, I didn't get us kicked off, but I almost didn't get to hang out with true. Adam and James. But and, we were and all Greg saved us. Right. And we had the Foco ready to go and everyone was, we we're having a good time. Uh, but when we are in studio, Foco has donated a lot of our awesome pieces on our set. So make sure you go to Foco.com. Click the link in the description below. And for all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. And let me tell you, if you felt the weather today, you know that summer's coming. Are you ready to unveil your beach bod? Oh, I'm ready. I mean, Braggs is right there for you. And if you are ready, Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full body grooming and hygiene products. Don't be the guy at the beach like a braggalicious with Austin Powers chest hair if you grew some winter man boobage. Well, the the least you can do is make sure they're hairless, brags. It's time to get ready for the hot guy summer by going to Manscaped for 20% off. Use free shipping with the code CHGO. And just remember, Manscaped, we love them. They are dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full body grooming game. They've got the Performance Package 4.0. Kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 4.0, which, of course, is waterproof. Get it going in the shower. That's where I like to do my business. The Cordless Body Trimmer with a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. I mean, you 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 want to get going here. And, by the way, no one likes nose hairs either. Straight and nasty. Uh, the package also comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0. You're going to get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped boxers, which are so comfy and so sweet. You want all of this. And by the way, if you're wearing sandals, you're going to need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 nail kit for those nasty nails that you want to get rid of. Uh, once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code CHGO at manscaped.com. It's 20% off and free shipping with the code CHGO at manscaped.com trim your chesticles with the besticles it's all you know what i it's almost like you wrote that carm and i didn't that that is something you would have just said chesticles with the besticles 
A hundred percent. By the way, shout out to Johnny Venerable from our uh, friends at PHNX. He had the scoop on the Cardinals Bears game on Christmas Eve. How about it? That was yeah. We've good. got we've got the 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 Cardinals and the Broncos. Yep. Uh, both coming to Chicago. That's when they yeah. started all city. That was the plan that everybody was going to have summits in Chicago, Phoenix and Denver in the same year when the bears go and shock the world and win the super bowl. Bang. Um, I just real quick for, we've got a bunch of super chats to fly through. Um, but first I wanted to just point out preseason news. The bears are playing at the Colts. It's their only road game in the preseason. And the expectation there is that there will be joint practices between the Bears and the Colts happening in Indy. The Bears tried to get joint practices happen last year. I'm not exactly sure the full story, but they thought they had it lined up. It fell through. It didn't happen. Um, remember the year before that, they were able to have the Dolphins come to Chicago this year. The expectation is that those practices will happen in Indy, which they once did during the John Fox era. The first thing that came to my mind is what is the Colts training camp video policy? Because <laughs> I'll be cooking if they allow me to shoot video there. Unless I don't let me. <laughs> we were there last time. They didn't even have fans out there. So I don't know. But hey, we've had some good times in Indy and uh, there's nothing wrong with Indy. Sounds we, great. We own Indy. Let's be real. Yeah. CHO owns Indy. Yeah, the Lions went to Indy's uh, training camp facility last year, and they they documented on Hard Knocks the way like the players like walk through the trees, and then like the field appears, and I, I thought it looked really nice. So I'll definitely be going to that. It'll be my first joint training camp I've ever seen. So something I've always wanted to see and never had the opportunity. All right. So, uh, and someone pointed out, will there be another surprise retirement? Because the last time the Bears played the Colts in the preseason. Andrew Luck retired after the game. Yeah, don't remind me. That was crazy. Why? Wow, we'll, so- I was at the game. Okay. <laughs> I was, like, what, I was what? at the game, and you know me. I'm doing the video. I'm doing Twitter, and I'm just trying to document it through a Bears lens. Illegally. And then all of a sudden, this made this unbelievable breaking news, and you could like feel it like a wave through the stadium as people were finding out, and like anarchy broke out basically through Colts fans. And then you had like Bears fans literally laughing in Colts fans' faces. I'm like, stop it! This is terrible. Not something that I would laugh at, honestly. I'm not into my worst enemy. Maybe the Packers. And then at the end of the game, it didn't dawn on me that a Andrew Luck was there, and b there was going to be this moment. And I'm I'm in the Bears tunnel as they're walking out, and Andrew Luck walks out the other tunnel and somebody got a video of it and sports center picked it up and it had like 50 million views. And, you know, I was getting, you know, the bears walking out the tunnel. So that was my story and why I don't like thinking about that day. Just a bad job. I dropped the ball big time. Um, I just think it's, I think it's natural that the bears play their first road game in Indy. They pay the respects to the location where, the number one pick was born at Lucas oil stadium where Davis mills converted a fourth and 20. That's true. I, I, I think it's even though it's the preseason, there. I think it's, it's just a thing that needs to be done. I think everybody should have to go out to the 50 yard line before the game and bow in the honor of, right. of the number one pick being secured inside Lucas oil stadium. Completely agree. And 
on the field, by the way, we get a, we're going to get a little peek at uh, what the Colts have in Anthony Richardson, which will be interesting. He's going to be a big storyline come the preseason, come up you know, for a while here. Yeah, and you would think he'd play a decent amount in that game. So, yeah. um, that's so what, definitely... only one preseason home game? Because we had two last year? Um, no, there are two home games because there's only uh, we had only had one last year one home game last year yeah yeah my bad yeah so they uh the, the preseason schedule in case you're wondering is titans at home to start then at the colts and again the expectation there my understanding is that there will be joint practices um between those two teams and then they play the bills at home in preseason game at number three get your tickets you'll play in that game I can't imagine Josh Allen's playing much, but uh, there you go. Going going back to our original ticket policy, do not buy any preseason tickets until three minutes before game time. You'll get them for a dollar. <laughs> yes. If you want to go to a preseason game, great to bring the kids to, great to experience it. Um, you know, if you're just there for yep. a good time, that's what the preseason's for. 100%. You have kids less than seven years, six years, five years old. You know, little kids, take them to those. That's a great environment. I completely agree, Carm. All right, let's uh, get to these super chats. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Lawrence, pop them up as you want. Uh, the Duke chiming in, 1999. I got the Bears winning 10 games and sweeping the Green Bay Crappers. I agree. I think there's a very real possibility you can mark two wins down for Bears versus Packers. Let, let's just do it. That just seems bold. It's Look, bold, but it just there's a new, the, the, the ding dong, the witch is dead. Let's start with one. I okay. Agree. I, okay. Let's I let's start with week yeah. one at home. Do we know the I last don't know year if that I can we go half game? meatball tonight? It's just not in my nature. <laughs> I am, it's exciting. Screw the pay. Green Bay sucks. I can't help it. Might actually be true this year. Yeah, I was gonna say that might actually suck now. <laughs> Carm, what were you gonna say? I, I I'm going. I'm look. I'm looking it up right now. I'm just the last time the Bears swept the Packers was what year? Uh, before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not that long, but it's got to be in the nineties. Uh, no, I'm sure it's happened in some. It has not happened year. since I've covered the team. Really. I thought maybe uh, in some I'm, I'm looking at 2008. Uh, hold on, I'll get there. I'll, I'll I'll let you know when I find it. But maybe our guy Gary Ross is saying 1985, and Gary's never wrong. So I just go is through he, Gary. 85 is the last time we swept him. That 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 can't be right. But maybe that's right. And then, it, well, while you guys are trying to find that, Mark Potash put on Twitter, Bears schedule, fun fact, the last three times the Bears have beaten the Packers in week one, they have gone to the playoffs. 2006, like, they yeah. beat them 26 to nothing at Lambeau, 13 and three on the season, went to the Super Bowl. 1979, six and three at Soldier Field, 10 and six, and went to a, had a wild card appearance. 1963, 10 and 3 at City Stadium, 11 1 and 2 on the season, won the NFL championship. All right, Gary Ross, why don't you get out of here? Don't challenge the Hogue. 2007. So Gary did not have it. Now he's trying to play like it was a joke. Your October boy, in the 7th, chat at it. October 7th, 2007, Bears 27, Packer 20. That was at Lambeau. And then on uh, December 23rd of the same year. Bears just whooped up on the Packers 35 to seven. There it is. 
bring it on this is the year by the way if, let's just let's just go to opening week huge tailgate chgo <laughs> everybody's just having a great time Braggs, the kevin kate is taking pictures Braggs is leading the charge bags are being thrown hogs getting there late Hogue's showing up for five minutes. Goose Island's being drunk. Everyone's having a great time. Parking's outstanding. The value's incredible. People are, the merch is flowing. We go to the, everybody goes into the game. They're fired up. We go to the studio. The Bears come. Fields is all over the field. DJ Moore catches two touchdown passes. Robert Tunyon against his former team gets in the end zone as well. Maybe we even get a pick six. Uh, Jaquan Brisker streaking, and the Bears win 31 to 10. You think we're not talking Super Bowl after week one? Uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you never know. <laughs> I was a big fan, Joe. <laughs> How much Crown Royal am I going to drink that day? <laughs> when, when I'm at home, I have some secret weapons that I can throw out there with some oh, sound wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, what's up next? We got the Bear Forever 14, Whack the Pack, week one. Let's fucking go. I'm assuming that FGB means F Green Bay. Yeah, fuck Green Bay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Bear Forever. Daniel Trump, $10. I think nine wins in competitive games all through the season would be a wonderful building block season. Okay. Good Just, balance, Trump. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Like, don't listen to hoax sarcasm right now. I'm with you, Daniel. We don't need to be complete. <laughs> I mean, this is the dream. It's the We're dream. all being meatballs right now. I thought that yeah. was the thing. That's so, fine. And, and then at the end of the show, when we do our actual predictions, and I'm like, yeah. You got a massage. Hey, well, well, Hogue, not to put you on the spot, but you did pick the Bears to win nine games last year, right? I don't remember that. I'm sure I, sure. No, he didn't. Eight, you did. Nine. I don't forget these things. I have receipts. All right. Well, we can go back. And that was pre-trading. I even think think our boy Will, who just put out an article of his reactions on allchgo.com, I think he had them all the way up to like 10 or 11. I think he had 11 and 6. He had 11. Uh, you well, know, yeah, the, the L's are ones. So, yeah, he had, so, honor. He you had know, a, it's easy to get overhyped. It's easy to look don't at the schedule and, con- you know, Wait. conjure up in your head how you can win. And that's what I'm going to do all the way until the season <laughs> starts. And then I'm going to have to find my way to whittle myself down into reality. Like Daniel's doing here. And that's fair. What he's doing is fair. Eight, nine wins is a fair, realistic expectation. But there is absolutely an opportunity for this team to surprise when you consider what they brought to this team and the schedule you're looking at. The question is, how healthy will they be and how fast can they gel as a team? Because you just can't quantify how long it's going to take for Justin Fields to build chemistry with these new weapons and the defense. Same thing. That's that's the thing you just don't you just don't know yet. I this is a learning uh, moment for me tonight that uh, how geeked up Braggs gets on the schedule release uh, where he just, I mean, we are in, we are in like game form right now. This is, it feels like a pregame show. I'm ready to let's go play some football. It's right beautiful. Now. We finally have a roster to look at and a schedule to look at. I, the hypothetical game, I can only do for so long. This is exactly where my wheelhouse is. I, Absolutely. The Duke, by the way, back in the chat with Carm. I need a cigarette after that Packers-Bears week one. My nips could cut glass right now. 
Way to go, Duke. <laughs> That's why we got Manscaped for you, buddy. So you look good with your nips, baby. Let's go. Where's the gif of the, the dude from Waterboy that's like squeezing his nips? <laughs> the oh the coach that babbles. That's right. what I imagine the dude. Uh, we're going to keep flying through these Super Chats because I want to get to I want to actually walk through the schedule here in a little bit. There's also some interesting uh, sound that we have from Mike North, the guy that not that Mike North, not the guy that, you know, used to host mornings on 670 score, but the guy that puts the schedule together, which might actually be Mike North. That would be awesome if it really was. When you shared the link in the Slack, I thought it was the action, the, the, the Chicago Mike North. So that's interesting. I I didn't know it wasn't Chicago Mike North till this very moment. I was like, why is Mike North doing this? I I mean, I watched the video, but I was, that's why I was so confused. Go ahead. Peter Schrager has that Mike North on just to talk about the schedule. That's what I was thinking. I was like, what a get by Mike. All right. Uh, Chubbs 82, 17 and 0, baby. I'm a fan, ride or die. Okay. He gets so mad when I pick against the Bears. Brandon Lawson, $5. Appreciate you guys so much. When you look at our schedule by quarterback instead of by opponent, it looks like we will push for a wild card. Let's go. Brandon, I immediately do that every year. Who are the quarterbacks? What's the quarterback matchups? Where do the Bears have? We did that last year with Trey Lance. And a lot of us were right, by the way, that the Bears were going to beat the 49ers in week one because... We thought the Bears had the quarterback advantage. Trey Lance was still, you know, young and inexperienced. And, I mean, I think the 49ers were actually probably the team that should have won that game, but that's not how it played out. All right. Uh, John, I mentioned this one earlier. $5. Grew up in Vernon Hills. Now live in Pasadena. SoFi is going to be a home game for the Bears. Let's go. Carm, come party in L.A. Hey. I'm down, John. I'll talk to upper management right after the show. There's at least two people that want me to come to LA. That's enough for me. Let's go. That's all you need. I mean, come on, John, I'm staying with you, buddy. Budget's a little tight over here. So I hope you got a nice little palatial. I mean, if you started out in Vernon Hills and now you're in LA, I'm sure you're living nice. Let's go. Is that rude? Uh, Did you just ask to stay at John's place? Yes, I did. Love John. Yeah, I don't know. Whose budget are you talking about? Yours? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mine. mine. That's, that's what had me thrown off. All right. Uh, Edward, the first. Uh, what are we talking about? Rubles here? What are the 22? Yeah, right, right. Rubles. Go ahead. You read this I one. I don't know. Did you guys see the idiot from Fox who called Chicago a war zone? Yes, I did. Uh, Afghanistan. I visited Chicago three years ago for two weeks. One of the prettiest cities in the world. And I'm not... Uh, biased because of the Bears. Unbiased opinion. Uh, so that was uh, Jason McIntyre, right? It was Jason McIntyre. Um, Who is Colin Coward's like sidekick on that show? What an idiot. Yeah. I, Look, moron. Um, that is... Uh, first of all, anybody who's saying anything like that is obviously just doesn't come to Chicago much, doesn't really understand the city at all. Uh, and is probably just watching Fox news, quite frankly. Yeah. And, uh, let me just taking out everything from it. I live in the city. I live in the South loop. I'm in there every single, you guys come down to the studio all the time, but I live there every single day. Jason McIntyre, you don't know what you're talking about. It was a, it was a really low hanging bad decision. And I saw he, you know, he tried to walk it back saying he loved his meal at Alinea, which I've never been to, but I hear it's great. Glad that you can afford it. Which just shows you how like on 
I, I find like, you like, must have any opinion on the city. I don't. Like, I don't walk around and like start talking crap about uh, St. Louis. I've been to St. Louis three times. They were all for Bears games. Yeah, I was in and out of the city become, in a day. I don't right. know anything about the city. It's just kind of become a cliche thing to say that city, as if there every other city doesn't have its own problems and similar problems to it. Is Chicago a perfect city? No, no city and, is. And it needs improvements in certain areas, but there's also a lot of beautiful parts and beautiful things about Chicago on both sides of the city. The and, numbers uh, does the numbers do not back up what he said. It's not accurate. And and yes, Chicago needs to be better. So that, that's a conversation for a different show. Bear yeah. fan forever, 14. What's up, my friend? Um, I got this one, Hog Man. I w- wish I wasn't so broke and living in Montana. It's been too long since I've been to a Bears game. If I had my pick, I'd go to week one Packers game. Sadly, it's crazy expensive to go to a game from Montana. Bear Forever 14, I'm going to make it my mission to get rich so you can come and we can have that. I'm going to flip it the whole other way. Instead of staying with somebody in L.A., maybe I'll just get you to come to Chicago for the weekend. Now, the tickets are going to be super expensive for that game. He can save on gas money if he rides a horse from Montana. I don't know. I just just imagine that he owns a horse. He lives in Montana. You you just did what Jason McIntyre did about Chicago. (laughs) You can't horse Montana bear forever 14. He he knows somebody with a horse. I promise you. <laughs> I know somebody with a horse. Hey, we got the guy in Chicago that rides around on a horse. Hey, my know? my so. nephew goes to school in Montana, and he he actually drives to and from there at the end of at the end and beginning of each year. So, hop a ride with him. Well, I think we should negotiate some type of like house swap. I'll, I'll, you give me your place in Montana for like the month of July. He put in the chat, I may <laughs> or may not have a horse with a smiley <laughs> face. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. A couple more super chats. Uh, we got, what do we got next? Rockstar 80. Yeah, Barrowhead. These aren't super per se, but they are pretty super. I got to say Barrowhead is better than Burrowhead. Let us win first, and then that can be the headline. And Rockstar, you get to claim to that because we haven't heard it yet. But don't be like the Bengals and say it before and give them a reason to be even angrier when they're the the standout favorites to this game. All right, and then Joshua jumping in here. My family's from Des Moines. So glad the Bears are in KC instead of Germany. Can't wait for beer and barbecue with Braggs in Kansas City. CHGO on the road. Let's go. Three and a half hour trip, KC to Des Moines, if memory serves. It's a nice little drive. Yeah. And then, uh, by the way, car might. Uh, actually, I got to double check that. Never mind. Ke- Kevin Fishbane was texting something earlier about how. Are, are, is Northwestern in Nebraska the same weekend? Is that right? I don't know. Or maybe it was wrong the wrong week. I'm Fish- not sure. Fishbane, for the first time ever, made an error on Twitter. He's never done that in, in his life. He actually had to delete a tweet. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, How many so... errors did you make on Twitter today? Only one horrible one. That was... <laughs> you made two. Your second... <laughs> you took the first mistake so hard. I didn't want to break it to you, but... I made the other two. Where you said, Where you said, you know, oh, a God. tailgate... Uh, with Bryce, you know, when they play the Panthers, sounds lovely on Thursday Night Football. We don't 
We didn't do tailgates on Thursday nights last year. That's so I don't, not an error. That's not an error. <laughs> and we're doing tailgates on I Thursday this time, God, damn it. I say it on the show. So we I don't do tailgates Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're, that, you should have to do seven push-ups for that right now, but you can't do seven push-ups, so we won't make you do that. Hey, yes, I can. Oh, Bragg just got put in jail. Well, don't tell, you don't know what we're doing next year, buddy. Look at Jake Flanagan in there right now, and he will definitely say that it's a possibility that we might. And if not, I'll have we'll, well, I'll have a tailgate at my house right down the street. Everybody can come over. Let's go. Oh, all right. <laughs> Sorry. We, we don't do tail. The, the, the Wildcat football team plays at Nebraska October the 21st. So it's uh, not the same week. Yeah. Not the same so, week. Yeah. Wildcats play at Wrigley this year football i don't really want to go to that game and Carm promised me he could get me a ticket so we'll see okay Thanks even though that. i bo- I even though i booed and, um, even though i booed chris yeah, you're not allowed to go to that game after you booed chris collins <laughs> hey uh if you're at wrigley or anywhere else where the sun might be out take on that sun with gear built to last our friends at shady rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price shady rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn had the shady rays on pretty much all day today playing golf outside following the schedule leaks running some errands Sometimes it's nice to have a little nighttime show here. Got to be honest, durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's what shady rays gives you. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear, too. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand-new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out one of their best deals of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com, use code CHGO for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. 700-plus watching right now. If you can hit that like button, we'd really appreciate it. And if you haven't subscribed and you're new to the channel because you're checking out NFL, uh, you know, schedule day, if you will, Hit that subscribe button too. And if you'd like to, uh, you know, support us as far as the people that support us with the dollars, go get yourself some Fubo TV, 140 live channels, sports, shows, movies, news. You want to watch the Cubs. You want to watch the White Sox, Marquee, NBC Sports Chicago. They've got it all for you. You want to watch the Lakers lose the series after being up three games to one starting tomorrow night. Uh, after last night's win, way to go, Golden State. You can get it all on Fubo TV. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Sign up, you start watching. They've got a thousand hours of cloud DVR included, no extra charge, so you can record what you obviously can't watch live. Um, all the good stuff is there for you. NHL, NBA playoffs. Watch again those Cubs and the White Sox on uh, good old marquee NBC Sports Chicago with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. All right. Let's do this. 
as we uh, get to our final segment of the show, let's 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 walk through the schedule a little bit. Now, I'm always, you know, I think it's it's fine to make predictions. I'm not against making predictions when the schedule comes out, even though we don't even know what the final rosters will look like or anything like that. There's a lot that'll change. It's still a fun exercise to do. Um, I always like to kind of look at it in sort of segments of the schedule instead of you know, going one by one, but that's fine. We could do it however, uh, however we want to, quite frankly, because uh, this is a show and you can do whatever you want. I don't know if you guys know that, but uh, we'll start with this Bears Packers week one. We going, uh, all of us picking the Bears here? Bears. 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 Okay. Bucks, Easy. Bucks week two. Two and Bears. Up. Bears. What the the Bucks might be bad, bad Bucks Bears. You know what Mayfield be... starting that game? Could be. You know what's going to be talked about that week? Cramping, not cramming. Cramping. It'll all about. It'll be all about Krampa? Just... Krampa, cramming, cramping. Justin Fields hydrating. That's that. That's what the conversation is going to be in that game. I do remember the Bears playing an early season game down there, uh, within the last five years, right? And uh, that was was that the game where Kyle Long got rolled up on with that nasty injury? Can't remember, but uh, it was really hot. Heat was a factor. It will be a factor, definitely something to keep an eye on. All right, week three against the Chiefs. Sorry, I'm not doing that. I'm Chiefs win that game. Loser. Yeah, I'm losing. So we're all two and one. Broncos. Russell Wilson, Soldier Field. Stick it three and one. Take that DNVR. Yeah, it's at home, so I like that because this that's the one thing also that I wanted to ask you guys. And that maybe we can do it as we go through the schedule is like what teams that were bad last year do we think will be good? Because like this time of year, we look at it. Oh, they were bad, so I mean yeah. we're going to beat them. Which teams do we think are going to actually change that this year? And the, this is one of those teams that yeah. you just don't know. So, I, I mean, I think that. I think the Broncos would be a little, I think they will be a, a little better. I mean, I don't think they're going to be great, but Sean Payton. Yeah. I, I think Sean Payton and look, but, I was somewhat critical of that hire. Cause I, I do get sort of John Fox vibes with that hire, like a coach that's sort of just looking for one more opportunity before he rides into the sunset. Um, but they have Russell Wilson's got to be better than what happened last year. I agree. So it's just, they'll find a way to figure. I don't think they're going to be great. I don't necessarily think they're going to be a playoff team, but I don't think that that's a cakewalk either. So, yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll just do, you know, do the meatball that I've been doing all night and I'll take the bears as well. Uh, three and one. See, There's... this, this is where I like to zoom out in like segments of the schedule. I'm going to say the bears are two and two after the first four weeks. Fine. I think that's that, realistic though. It's, I, I, it's, I, fair. I it's, totally it's not realistic. unfair to say yeah. it's at home is the one thing that I think benefits the bears. Do they win if from that standpoint, like I think that's the most logical. Do they win two of three between the Packers, the bucks and the, and the Broncos? That would be the, if it, that'd be the fairest bet you could make. The over under well, for I, the, the over under for the first four weeks is two. Taking the over, you or two point five. Yeah, I'm gonna go under. 
I'm so scared how many wins I'm going <laughs> to talk myself into here by the end of this. <laughs> so I'm two and two. You guys are both three and one. Yes. Yep. Okay. Washington. Three days later on Thursday night football on the road. Yeah. I think this is one where the bears have a considerable quarterback advantage. Um, I, I, I will like- they block Montez sweat this time? Will yeah. Braxton Jones get his revenge? You, you, you guys are just afraid to go there. Win four and one. Let's go. This Field. is a Thursday, yeah, Thursday night game here. Field short, re- short week. It's never great when you got to be the road team on a short week. I agree with Rockstar. It's a bit of it looks like a trap game. If you're three and one, like me and Carm think it is, you got this momentum. It's on a short turnaround. It's on the road with a short turnaround. Uh, you think you're going to win because of the matchup, but it's a trap game. But am I going to actually pick the trap game? Or am I just going to say four and one? Let's do it. Four and one. Redemption. Mooney. Game winning touchdown. Makes up for last year. I don't want to be the complete meathead here, but it's I'll May, do it. you it's don't May have 11th. Sam Damas Howell. Four and one. Let's go. All right. Uh, little bit of a mini buy after that game and then back to back home noon games against the Vikings and the Raiders. Again, something just tells me they split those games. Right. Let's split them. I'm down. Right. Split. And it's Vikings. They lose and Raiders. They win is six the likely six and two. Right. Yeah. Cause I got, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm over, I'm over the top here with five and three. Wait, how could they be six and? No, they're sorry, not. I'm it would sorry. be five, five and two. two. Five and two. Yeah, five and two. Okay, four I, and yeah, three sounds more realistic. I'll have them losing to the Vikings just to be fair, even though it's at home and yeah. Kirk Cousins sucks, but I'll still take the Vikings. They got Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison now. That'll be a handful. So four All and right. two there, and then five and two after they play the Raiders. All right, then they go to L.A. The Chargers Sunday Night Football. Loser. I agree. Five and three. Okay. I'm at four and four. Okay. Take that on the road again. Week nine. This one's a noon game against the saints. Who dat? Who dat? Bears going to beat them saints. Six and three. Derek Carr. Now the quarterback there. No, I I like the saints in that game. Five and four. Yeah, I don't. I got the bears. Six Bears. and three. Wait, who? Wait, who are the Saints? Who's their quarterback? Derek Carr. Der- Derek Carr. And Jameis Winston still the backup. All right, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm actually take the Bears in that game. Yeah, I'm taking the Bears. I'm gonna take the Bears. Uh, so I got them at five and four. That means you guys got them at six and three. I got five and four. I have. Oh yeah, you're back. You're back down the. Yeah. Hulk reality land. Okay. Uh, I'm holding on for dear life. Then another short week. Panthers. Sit down, Bryce. It's just crazy. That the Bears ended up with two of these Thursday games. That is fascinating. Uh, so Bryce Young, Panthers. It's an interesting game. It's an interesting matchup. I just, I have my doubts that the Panthers are going to be that good. So. I agree. But I, this could be a trap game, too, on a Thursday night. You never know what's going to happen. 
Yeah, maybe a, a fun thing to go through maybe for another show, not as late, is to go through the Panthers' schedule and see kind of what we think their record would be. But I got the Bears winning this game. Uh, so now I'm what am I seven and three? Seven and three. I actually got him winning too. I'm six and four. All right. Well, at least you guys aren't that far yeah. from me because I know what I know what's happening here. I'm setting myself up. Yep. Six and you're, four. Let's go. You're you're doing what you ripped Will for. Do it. Well, okay, that's fine. And I don't begrudge anybody for like predictions. Preseason predictions mean nothing. I have more respect First for the all, week to week predictions all. during all the predictions. season. Also, all which I hold the crown for. Thank you very much. Had the best pick record of our CHGO Bears team. So you're not allowed to mock me. I'm the king. Last time I brag about that. So no, <laughs> all predictions are just fun. We're gonna we're, anybody Bryce, who takes predictions too seriously needs to settle down. Yeah, and and Bryce, we're gonna do this 17 more times before the season starts. But keep going. Nope. This is locked in today, whatever he picks. <laughs> all right, next two weeks, back to back road games against NFC North opponents. Uh, they go to Detroit for a noon game, and then it's Monday night, the week of Thanksgiving, but it's not till Monday night. They close out Thanksgiving week with a lot of football. Bears at Vikings. Six and six in the mix. Yeah, I got them losing both of those, I think. Yeah. I what do you got, Braggs? I should have picked the Bears to beat the Vikings week six because now I don't like that I'm having them lose back-to-back weeks. So, yeah, I don't know why I'm giving the Vikings this much credit. So Because they're better than well, and that's right the it, That's the thing, though. It's Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football. However, that recently has been fine Switch. for him we, going against the Bears. Seven and five. So we didn't salary. So you got him splitting those games. No, you have him losing both of them. You had him at seven and three. Correct. I don't love it. I hate myself for even saying it because, like, when you if you're actually going to go by what you're picking, then you have to think they're seven and three with all this momentum playing the Lions week eleven. You know, I don't know. You know, it's just. But I'm going to be fair. I'm going to come back down to reality lane. It's no fun there. All right, bye week. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. We're 500. We're going to the bye. We're in the mix. This is great. What are you guys doing on the bye week? What are you doing on the bye week? Uh, it's a great question. My birthday is the 29th, so you guys are gonna be getting um, me something nice and another great December bye week. They they had a late. They had a December bye week last year too. This is messed up. I'm pretty sure Thursday night games and you don't get a buy until. Yeah, I think it was week 13 last year as well. So Mexico. I think it was week 14 last year, actually. Yeah, Hogue went to London and back. Paris. Here's, Paris. Here's, yeah. Here's my free There's advice. airplanes to, that do that. <laughs> free, free advice to upper management. Bears, bye week, hangout trip, Cancun. <laughs> yeah that's in the budget what no i mean you know we, you got to pay for it we're gonna charge you okay we're, we're, duke we're, island we'll go duke to duke island, island. We, all go, we all go we debrief the season we hang out we watch other football and you tell me that we don't want to do this together team everybody takes a little vacation after thanksgiving heading into the holiday season always a very affordable time before christmas that's a great time for all of us to get together as a bears CHGO podcast family. I like it. 
Don't all I, jump at once. I'm not a. I'm not against it. All right. So I I got him at six and six. Uh, going into the bye, Carm, you got him at six and six. Yep. Braggs, you have him at seven and five. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty good for hey, how, these my, last how five I started. Weeks, <laughs> last five weeks of the season, not bad. Not bad. So bye week, Lions at home. Win. 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 Uh, they should have beat them last year at home with the six. worst roster I've ever seen, short of Justin Fields. They're winning week 14. Wait, why is week 15 TBD? Just time-wise. Yeah, but it's actually listed on the Bears releases at too on the date. Because it could be a Monday or a Thursday. But why is it just that week? Well, I'm pretty sure that's when some games start to be on Saturdays, too. Oh, that might be a Saturday week. I see. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that's where there's that random Saturday, Sunday, and they'll figure it out later. Um, and then because college football yep. season ends, and there's whereas no whereas Christmas weekend they set those up in advance, and New Year's Eve weekend they set that up too. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. So yeah, that will. We'll, but regardless, they're going to Cleveland in December, and loss. Uh, I think it's a loss, huh? They do. I don't. I got the Bears winning that game. Redemption for Justin Fields, his first ever game at in his career at Cleveland when Matt Nagy almost got him killed. Another game where Bears fans will travel well. Our guy Luis Medina last night um, highlighting how it's a good drink in town, driving distance for Chicagoans. So I got to If you haven't like been to Cleveland, vibes. you want to go see the Bears, you want to take on that weather. The Browns tailgate is f- insane. It is in, it, it is the Muni lot over there is nuts. Uh, yeah, I, I'd I'd I I would hop in a time machine and go back to a couple of years ago when they played that game in September. No, and, you're I mean you're a lunatic if you go there in December, yeah. but 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 if you are that person, it will be a festival. All right. Uh, regardless, I have to say that's one of the hardest games on the schedule to predict right now, because the Browns could be better. I mean, their roster is not horrible. But the Deshaun Watson thing is just like, is he, is he bad? Is he going to be back? Is he, uh, uh, that's one of the biggest wild cards. I think in the entire league right now. Yep. That that's a really hard game, especially late in the season to predict there. So that's why we're picking the bears. Yeah. Uh, so I'm nine and five now, all of a sudden I was, I was in reality lane and now I'm back to yep. the meatball that I just love. I'm going to have them splitting those two as well. So there's seven and seven going into the last three weeks. Cardinals come to town. Falcons come to town. Two teams from warmer climates slash domes, retractable roofs coming to Chicago in December. Bear weather, right, Carm? That's this right. Is your, this is your rare chance for an actual bear weather, which isn't real. Yeah, sometimes, right. sometimes, sometimes it actually is a thing, but really it's not. I mean, I, I think Kevin's prediction is probably the most accurate, but since I got to reality lane here at seven and seven, I think they beat the Cardinals because they don't want to be it, it, Murray. That That's actually a bad draw, by the way, because Kyler could be playing by them, but whatever. Don't care. Cold. You can't handle it. Eight and seven. The Falcons, you're used to playing in the dome. You're done. Your season's over. You're thinking about the draft. Nine and seven. 
And then am I going all the way there? They they win at Green Bay. I'll I'll I'll, I'll say we end up splitting with the Packers one way or the other. So nine and eight is where I'm at. Frags. <laughs> This is so hard for me. And for people that don't know, with Carm saying uh, Kevin's prediction, he put 15 and two in the chat for our podcast listeners. But this is so hard for me. I don't have much respect for the Arizona Cardinals. I just don't. I I just don't like their vibes. I don't like their new head coach. I don't care if oh, they're going to be bad this year. I don't care if yeah. Kyler Murray's healthy. I, I don't I don't think he's on the right trajectory of where he started. It's that should Chicago. be a win for the Bears. That, that should year, absolutely be a win. Last year on Christmas Eve, didn't we play the Eagles? And it was insanely freezing that day. Jalen Hurts, that was one of his worst games of the year because of how unbearably cold it was that day. If it's that kind of game, the Bears are going to win it. Um, so now all of a sudden I have them at 10 and 5. <laughs> I like it. Let's go. I, just, I hate myself. You know, I can't help it. And then the Falcons at home, same thing. Just Ritter, saying win 11 and five Packers packed it up for the year. They're not trying to win. They're, they're tanking for an extra draft spot up or two. That's 12 and five. I now have them at 12 and five. I really do think after the bye week, it sets up beautifully. The hardest game they have is the lions game and they get a whole bye week to prep for that game. And then yeah. the rest of them, I Justin Fields, I'll take I'll take that all day. The Lions game, I'm going on a limb picking that game. So I could see it eleven and six if I was trying to be fair, but it's at home. I'm it's full meatball day. I started meatball, I'm gonna finish meatball. Twelve uh, twelve and five, baby. We're going to the playoffs. That last game will mean nothing. Mean nothing. So but but real quick, I mean, like we saw the if you're if you're trying to like realistically drop the spare season and what you want it to be, you're talking about the Jaguars and you're talking about the Lions from last year. The Lions went eight and two to finish the year. So now, granted, they started horribly, but it's just it's not it's not that crazy to think the Bears could actually go on a run in the second half of the season, especially with those last five games and go what four and one in that stretch. Rags has me so excited. I got to go run around the block. I'll be back in 30 seconds. Okay. You guys can tandem show. Thank you very much. Great. Well, and that's the thing. Like, so the Lions started slow last year when they had high expectations and it looked like they were falling apart and they regrouped, you know, the schedule probably helped them a little bit or whatever, but that's kind of, that's why I'm saying like, it's such a must. It sounds so silly. Week one must win for so many reasons. But when you consider the chiefs are week three and you kind of penciling in that as a loss, you know, I, I'll, t- I'll take the upset, but I ain't picking in to win. You know, that's where the trickle-down effect and momentum, that's what football is all about is momentum. You can't put that on paper. Start winning games, positive momentum. Lions finish 8-2. and two. Negative momentum is, is a real thing. You lose to the Packers, that's going to be a demoralizing loss if they can't win that game. And then, you know, Bucks, whatever. But then you've got the Chiefs and Broncos, which those aren't, I mean, Chiefs is a loss. Who knows what the Broncos are going to be. So just as easily as I'm saying they're going to be three and one to start the year, they could be one and three to start the year realistically. So it just, it all depends on how they come together as a team, which we just don't know. So like, might as well just be excited for it. Why pick them to lose right now? Let's just have a good time. And then injuries, health. Justin Fields hasn't been healthy through a whole season yet. That's why it is so vital for this team to figure out how 
to not rely on him to run for 150 yards a game where he's running out of gas. If they play him like they did last year, he's not going to make it through this schedule, not even half of it. So they have to figure out a passing offense that doesn't rely on him to do everything, you know, and, and also running the ball with, with their new stable of running backs. So, you know, there's just a couple things, factors you just can't quantify. We're picking these games in a vacuum. The NFL isn't in a vacuum. There's going to be so many injuries. Don't worry, Carm. Braggs didn't stop talking that entire time. It was, <laughs> it was. It's like it's like when the call drops and the person just still talks for like that's minutes and minutes, and you don't. They don't years, even really, I'd yeah. call into my guys Waddle and Sylvie and just black out and go on a rip like so, that White, White Sox I, guy. Look, I, <laughs> that's why we I, hired you. <laughs> I, I also landed on nine and eight there in that process. I think I think eight nine nine and eight is in kind of the wheelhouse um it gets you in the mix you're in the hunt i think 10 and 7 is actually realistic i think 7 and 10 on the opposite end is also realistic but for what's fair and what we are expecting from justin fields to take this leap this, this year i also think it's fair to say that six wins would be a disappointment massive and, disappointment yeah I, I and i think that that this team is at least at this point with this roster going into this season where look, the over-under on wins is seven and a half. Thank you. Vegas. Th- thank you. That's where I wanted to get to. Yeah. It, if you all are, if everybody is really feeling this and you know, I don't know your financial situations, not just talking about Braggs and Hogue, but I'm talking about everybody out there. If you really, if you're, if you're feeling the confidence seven and a half, I mean, I'm not, I'm not seeing anybody that's under, that's going under here, which scares yeah, me. Yeah, but well, I know the same the other, thing happened last year, though. Well, and the other thing with Vegas, when you bring up the odds, and you point out, Hogue, that second odds-on favorite to win head NFL head coach of the year was Matt Eberflus. Yeah, because you exactly because you look at team, you just do the math on that. You look at teams that still have, you know, newer head coaches that exceed expectations with a schedule that's somewhat favorable and. Um, you know, the math on the regression works in the bears favor that they're not going to regress that They're going to be one of the teams that actually goes the other way. So I, I think that that's why those odds for Maddie reflux were where they were. Now, I think it's important to point out the NFL agrees with us. This schedule agrees with us. And Mike North, who is the guy that puts the schedule together in the NFL office said as much. He was on Peter Schrager's podcast talking about all this before it came out. And Peter Schrager asked, Hey, what's going to be that team that sort of surprises everyone that the NFL's banking on with the way that they're, cause look, when they set the schedule together, they're doing predictions here too, right? They're trying to figure out which matchups are going to be the most entertaining later on in the season and get the best ratings. That's a huge part of this. That's what Mike North does. This was what Mike North had to say in response to that question. I'll give you one because it's maybe not necessarily indicative of their record from last year. Uh, I'll go with the Chicago Bears. I think that interesting. You know, the fact that they were a three-win team last year generally means you're heading for a lot of Sunday noon starts. Um, but 
in that division now, maybe a little more wide open than in the past. They got a haul from the draft pick trade. And what do any of us know? But we keep hearing Justin Fields looks better than ever. And he was nothing if not exciting last year when we watched him. So um, if somebody were going to look at this year's schedule and be like, who would surprise us that they're all in on? I, I'm sure somebody somewhere is going to say, wow, that, that seems like they sure think the Bears are going to be good. And yeah, I kind of hope they are. That admission at the end, I kind of hope they are. Like my, Mike North does a t- tremendous job and I've listened to him for years talking about the schedule process. It's actually fascinating. I, you know, I consider myself sort of a schedule geek on this. I, I it, It's really interesting to me how they, try to predict this stuff and look, they're wrong a lot. Quite frankly, the Broncos thing was horrible last year. I mean, they had them lined up Russell Wilson, all these games. And by week three, you're like, Oh my God, this team is unwatchable. And they're still on my TV, like the next two weeks in prime time. And so they do make mistakes, but I think it's worth pointing out. We talked about this on yesterday's show too. I mean, the bears rate regardless. So that's part of the equation here, but you have, it's not just the primetime games. Late afternoon window to start the year. Two weeks later, late afternoon window against the Chiefs. That's not a primetime game. It's still a featured game. It's still a nationally televised game in that late afternoon window that rates really, really well for the NFL against the Chiefs. They're two weeks, the Bears are 2-0. and Keep going. Two weeks after that, Thursday night football. Three weeks after that, Sunday night football. Two weeks after that. Thursday night football, two weeks after that, Monday night football. The Bears are in the spotlight. That, 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 that long stretch of last season where I think they played their last nine, ten games at noon or whatever it was, that's not the case. This is all the way to the bye week through the end of November, primetime or featured late afternoon windows. And after that, there's two TBD games. That could very well, and you can get flexed. And by the way, they're introducing Monday night flexing this year too. Right. So there's, there's the opportunity for depending on what those, now those last five games don't look that sexy regardless. Like I'm not sure they're, they're going to be flexing bears Cardinals, but bears lions. If the lions are really what they're supposed to be, that could be a game that gets flexed An absolute candidate for sure. Uh, the biggest I did not. Bet, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, just real quick. The biggest bet to me is the Charger game because that is a little bit later in the season. You're putting them on Sunday night football against a very good offense with a Bears defense that right now I have no idea how they're going to get to the quarterback. That's a that is a big bet in week eight. The Bears have not, for lack of a better way of putting it, an hour and 20 minutes into the show, shit the bed, and they can be competitive at the same time in that game. It's what not time? a great, it's, it's a tough matchup. Go what ahead. What time is the Cardinals game? That's actually scheduled for three twenty-five. Okay, um, I'm glad it's not a night game. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah, my family Christmas so, party, but that's cool. You know, if we can move that to noon, that'd be great. Thank you. At least I'm it's sorry. not seven, so you know we'll take the we'll take the middle road there. My my, my thought was, I I really thought I know the Lions are the hot team right now. Everybody's talking about them, but I, I people. We're totally fine with the Bengals Chiefs game getting scheduled for New Year's Eve, and they put Lions Chiefs Week One. That to me was just a total flub by the NFL. And you know, you there's so many variables bef- between now and New Year's Eve. 
you know, what are they playing for? Who's injured? You could have had Chiefs, Bengals, week one, first game of the year. These two teams literally hate each other. They both beat each other to get to the Super Bowl the last two years. Their Bengals are calling it Burrowhead. They get smoked. The Chiefs call it a Burrow Pack. You could have had the Bengals standing there while they raised the Super Bowl banner right in their faces. To me, that's the ultimate TV drama. I was like, oh, well, you know, later in the year, there's more intrigue. There's intrigue every week of the season. I, I just thought that was a total missed opportunity. But I'm totally fine with the Lions getting their face pounded in week one, too. I, I, I kind of get it. They, look, here's the thing about the Lions. Uh, sorry, Don Burr. They, they, to me, they set up as a team that could very well disappoint. And so if you, if you have an opportunity, to, it's kind of the same thing as the bears Packer game in week one, right? Like get it in the spotlight when you can. Cause, cause lions chiefs may be a complete dud by November. Thanksgiving could be a huge dud. Packers, Lions. I mean, we'll be watching it because, of course. But Packers. Yeah, but it all, that's always that way. I mean, how many years have the Bears played the Lions on Thanksgiving, where it's like an eh? Command- David Blau. David Blau was starting. Com- Commanders, Cowboys, Niners, Seahawks. I mean, don't get me wrong. I could find interest in all these games, but it's also like that is a. But I, I agree Christmas, with you, Christmas is way better. It sets up with the Lions having a disappointing year because of expectations. It's when you're a team that hasn't proven themselves, expectations can be one of the toughest things. Ask Sox fans. Sorry, Hope. Last shot. Yeah. But it's the truth. A, you know, uh, the Bears are in a good spot because they don't have expectations. They have a favorable schedule and they don't have expectations. So they're out there to prove themselves. The Lions, how are they going into this? You know, they have this gambling thing where players are getting suspended. You know, people questionable about their draft process, whatever. You know, I know they're the hot team, but then you play the Chiefs week one. You might start 0-1, and the trickle-down effect could take place there. So, and expectations can crumble teams that aren't ready for it. So uh, I definitely think there's a, there's a good chance of that. I do want to celebrate me and Mario who said that the bears and the Panthers would play Thursday night. We got that right. My schedule wasn't completely correct. And unfortunately I deleted it. So I can't see that. I actually got every single week wrong, but we you did emailed get that. it to me. I thought, yeah, you deleted it too. Good job. Um, <laughs> and, and Gary makes a great, great point that uh, that Seahawks game could be very interesting because Holt nailers could be starting a quarterback by guy. <laughs> You forgot the H in Ehlers, Gary. It's my guy. Don't ever do that to the Ehlers family. Oh, you're getting on other people for spelling? I, I'm a new man. Okay. I like it. No, G- Gary, go ahead. Should have been, you could have spelled it A-Y-L-E-R-S. Lovely. All right. Um, I think so, that wraps that's gonna wrap it up for us. Well, so what happened today? We went we went golfing. Oh yeah. Yeah. We yeah. went golfing and um hey, before my... we uh, get to your golfing story, I yeah. have a I have a request. We have seven hundred and seventy people watching. Before you leave and don't want to hear Carmen tell his golf story, please hit the like button for us. Subscribe <laughs> if you haven't yet. Thank you very much for watching. I'm interested though, because I guess I, I saved uh, the day. So this uh, is a surprise uh, to uh, me. I'm, for sure. Please please hit, hit the like button. Thank you. I'm paying off Hogue's tees from an hour ago. That's the, that's the dedication <laughs> that I have to this show. Good point. I almost forgot. Yeah. And so we went, uh, we went golfing at, at Hogue, Hogue golf course. And 
and and the guy was like <laughs> he looks at me he's like hey uh hey buddy next time you come here can you wear a, a collar t-shirt you got me or a collared shirt excuse me uh, absolutely but i think he would have stopped me from playing but since i had on he was like no we're gonna let you break the rules today no collared shirt next necessary brick rocking right. it on the golf course yeah i love it hey glad Rock i could you. save the day for you yeah and i yeah, did a video with my, with my dad today with uh you know your brick that brick. was a hilarious video i haven't seen it yet I'm it is check that out. so funny uh, is so it's, funny. It's, it's, he's asking his dad about brick by brick, and he's me. like, "Do you believe in brick by brick?" And his dad's like, "No." no. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, "Well, do you understand what it means? Like, you know, life and found, you know, building a foundation." He's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> it's great. He it's didn't great. look up. For, all he wanted to do was stare at the menu at Walker Brothers. He was fired up for the pancakes. Oh, I, was, I was trying to sell the product. Good. I might have yeah. to do that tomorrow morning. All right. Um. Great stuff. Yes, we we did manage to get on the golf course. They let Carmon because of brick by brick, without a doubt. Uh, you, big fail by you. Where was your pins and aces gear? I had the pins and aces hat on. I was ready to go. Pins and aces is our golf apparel partner. In fairness to you, the whole thing came together late. You had no idea when you left your house this morning that you were going to play golf, so that's not really your fault. What a beautiful day. Mostly true, but I did call you and ask you to play. So I could have thought I could have thought I had for by about 28 minutes. So all right. Um too much yes. credit. Um, hey, do yourself a favor, and I haven't even watched this yet, but every single year the Los Angeles Chargers crush it on social media with their schedule yep. release video. So I would I would uh check that out before you go to bed tonight. And uh, I am excited to watch the Bears video. I've not seen it yet, but since they did this whole theme with the bear the TV show, which is an outstanding show coming back in June. Uh, it looks pretty good. So I'll be checking that out as well. Panthers kill it too. Last year yep. they had a great one. And and obviously we need to know how they're going to lose as many games as possible. Did you see the Falcons, how they previewed their, their, uh, no. their schedule release? You know, the guy that has the graph and explaining fuck around and find out. Oh yeah. yeah. He had a Falcon around. And find they brought him in and had him falcon. This is when you falcon around and you find out. I thought that was great. It's actually pretty funny. All right, good job for the social media teams. Hey, what time's the spaces tonight, Braggs? And like, I feel like oh, you're, I'll be uh, in it as soon as this is over. <laughs> uh, we got things to talk about. It might <laughs> might be okay. a rain out tomorrow for laying the bricks, so I got all night yeah. to discuss this. So anybody no, that's okay. on Twitter, I'll be in spaces, but you got to be careful because the group I'm with is a bunch of delinquents. Don't go in there. Seriously, just <laughs> wait for the next time he's on. I highly, I highly recommend Matt Peck going. went in the other night after the Warriors lost, and I was like, Matt, just be careful in here. But apparently uh, he hung out after I left. So, yeah, anybody, come on into all the spaces. I'll be chilling. Bye. <laughs> We're back tomorrow. Uh, actually, it's Carmen Will tomorrow at noon. CHGO Bears podcast. They'll they'll continue to break down the schedule for you. They'll talk to you then. See ya.